Tonight on Truth Today, we're going to be discussing false gods, demonic fear, and lawlessness in these last days, the rise of AI, corrupting the Bible. Then we also are going to talk about the COVID 2.0 pushback. Yes, there is a pushback going on, and we have to prepare ourselves to not comply. And also we'll be discussing um, the element of the left's utopia, all of these cities, the lawlessness in the cities and how it's backfiring. That and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight here on Truth Today. It's such a blessing and honor to be with you. Pastor Sharam Hadian here with Truth and Love Ministry. Um, we are excited, folks. We have a lot to share tonight. We have some updates again on our new announcement that we made on Tuesday about our um, launch of our church here in East Tennessee. We'll be talking about that more as well tonight. But I uh, want to encourage you, if you're uh, not on our website, please visit our website at tillministry.com, T-I-L-Ministry.com. Please sign up for all of our uh, content there, uh, including our uh, e-newsletter. And uh, check out our events calendar. We just uploaded a bunch of dates uh, for South Dakota, uh, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. So later this month, I'm going to be in South Dakota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Please check our events calendar for those dates. Uh, also check out our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Hadian. We're going to bring that up here in a minute. There we go, rumble.com slash Uh Please follow. If you are not following our page, please click follow, and that subscribes you folks to our page. And then if you, of course, choose to like, that would be wonderful. Share would be even better. We appreciate your support for that. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about what I mentioned in the intro in regards to these end times, believing that we're absolutely in the end times. And one of the things that we're seeing in the end times is the rise uh, and the promotion of false gods. And one of those false gods is going to be artificial intelligence. And so I'm going to be talking about this tonight, also along with these, this COVID 2.0, the lockdowns, the hysteria, and the good news, the pushback, and then increase of lawlessness in the last days. And so uh, tonight's show we've, we've titled Artificial Intelligence, Perverting the Bible. Of course, we're going to be covering more than that, but specifically I'm going to start with that story in a minute because this is really important to understand uh, the, the aspect of how there is super spirituality that, that, that people are going to treat artificial intelligence as a god. And if you've seen any, some of the latest movies, uh, you know that that is a premise that we're, we're going to see more and more in Hollywood uh, and in the media, that AI is this uh, powerful, omniscient, um, God-like figure that knows all and sees all. And of course, we know that's, that's a lie, but that's the, the premise is that AI will, will sort of take care of all of our problems. Uh, and tonight, I want to cover how it is already being used to pervert the Bible, to pervert the Word of God. We know that uh, if you listen to Yuval Harari, the so-called philosophical advisor of the World Economic Forum, he talks about that they want to rewrite the Bible. 
because they want to make God in their own image, or as he says, we will be like gods. And so this is, again, evidence of the last days and these end times that we are in. So I want to cover uh, three verses for you here tonight that are talking about how we are not to ever put any other God before the one true God. So we're going to start in the Word of God. Speaking of that, we're going to start, as you know, always in the Bible, we start in the Word of God because that is our foundation. Amen? That is the foundation that we stand on. Dry, I think that right side uh, audio should be a little bit higher. Don't you think so? Let, let's go a little bit higher on the audio, because, uh, uh, on, on, but on the output. There we go. Uh, just to make sure, we were, uh, folks, we were having some people saying that they were having a little bit of difficulty with the audio, that, that it wasn't loud enough, and so I want to make sure that uh, we, uh, we, we adjust that. All right, we're going to start in Exodus chapter 20, Exodus chapter 20 tonight, and we're going to start in the Ten Commandments, and we're going to start with the first commandment. The premise, the entire premise of the Bible is that the Lord God, revealed himself to man. He has made known his invisible attributes. He has made known his power, his might, his love. And especially, he has made known his love through sending his son as part of the Godhead, coming to earth and being willing to pay the ultimate price, living a sinless life, yet giving himself up, becoming sin, when he knew no sin and taking the sins of humanity away, being crucified, buried, raised from the dead and ascending to heaven and soon returning. Amen? And so the first commandment of the Ten Commandments, you, actually let's start in verse 2, I am the Lord your God. I am Adonai, your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. And so this is the premise. This is the entire premise of all of the other commandments that are in the Bible. Every commandment that we find in the Bible is predicated upon that we shall serve no other gods, that there is no other true God. And folks, I am speaking out of someone who came out of a false religion, a false ideology. I came out of Islam. I came out of a perverted, quote-unquote, religion, knowing that the God of Islam is a false God, it's a fake God, that Allah is not the true God, that there is but one God, it is Yahweh, it is Jehovah, it is Adonai, it is Elohim, it is the God of the Bible, the old and the new. And so therefore, this is the foundational premise, and this is the foundational premise that is going to be attacked in these last days, because Satan is setting himself up as God. And in fact, as we know from Revelation 13, this beast system that we see unfolding before our very eyes in the world through the one world governance, one world economy, one world religion, this beast system, the whole premise of it is that Satan has empowered the first and second beast, and, and we know the first beast will ultimately be the Antichrist, 
and Satan wants to set himself up. In fact, the scripture tells us, right? The Bible tells us that he will, once the third temple is rebuilt, he will set himself up in the temple as God. And so the very battle that rages, the very battle that is right now being fought in the heavenlies and on the earth and in the souls of man is will we bow down to the one true God or will we follow false gods? And so then I want to share with you in 1 John chapter 4 because it then talks about the Antichrist spirit that is and is going to grow. And it says, Beloved, verse 1 of 1 John 4, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God. No, no, this doesn't say God's plural. Whether they are of God, the one true God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And I believe that, um, particularly with artificial intelligence, that those who are, pro who are proponents are... Uh, going to be promoting this as a false messenger. That's why we're going to see tonight the, the, the perverting of the Bible, right? The rewriting of the Bible because they want to bring a false message to then back up the false messenger who will be, you know, it, it, it represents an antichrist spirit and it will be the person of the antichrist. And it says in verse two, by this, you know, the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. So every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus the Christ, the anointed one, the Son of God, Emmanuel, God with us, has come in the flesh. So God has become flesh. As John chapter 1 says, this is the Spirit of God. Every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and now is already in the world. You see, folks, the Antichrist spirit is already in the world. But in these last days, that started with the birth of the church. Remember, the last days started at Pentecost. The last days started when the church of Jesus Christ was born, when the Holy Spirit fell. That technically began the last days. And the last days will go until the return of Christ and will include the final seven-year period, the final 70th week of Daniel chapter 9, which is known as the tribulation and the great tribulation that three and a half year times two and then uh so so th this spirit is already there but it's going to increase and then ultimately it is going to manifest in the person of the antichrist and then i want to go to isaiah chapter 45 again old testament passage and the lord is very clear watch this he says because he's talking to israel He's talking to Israel, and then he's talking to um, Judah. And the context of chapter uh, 45 is the calling, the anointing of the Persian king Cyrus and how God used his people in the midst of captivity to give favor 
and to bring about the knowledge that even the Persians in the Old Testament, uh, in the story of Daniel, in the story of Esther, uh, they were and came to the knowledge that there is but one true God. If you remember the story of Daniel chapter 6, I covered this a few weeks ago when I was teaching at Patriot Church, and I said that um, the, the, the scripture tells us that Daniel, after he was thrown into the lion's den and then saved by God miraculously, that the, God of per, that the king of Persia uh, came, Darius, came to acknowledge that the God of Daniel was the one true God. So this is again the Lord anointing Cyrus for his purposes. And then he says in verse 4, For Jacob my servant's sake and Israel my elect, I have even called you by your name. I have named you, though you have not known me. So he calls out uh, Cyrus for a purpose. And then he says, verse 5, I am the Lord, Adonai. I am, I am Adonai. There is no other. There is no Elohim besides me. There's no other God besides me. I will gird you, though you have not known me. So he's speaking to this is a prophecy over Cyrus. This is a prophecy for the sake of Judah. It's a prophecy for the sake of Israel that is in captivity. And he's saying to the king of Persia, you, you haven't known me, but I've called you because why? I am the only God. There is no other. And so we must be on guard for all of these other idols and false things that are going to come to be able to draw us away from God and declare God. So here's the article, the first article that I want to cover. Again, our, our, our title tonight for our show, let's go back to that one more time, please, Drea, is that artificial intelligence and these false gods, all of the false efforts of the enemy are ultimately seeking to pervert the Word of God, pervert the Bible, and pervert God Himself, which will not, of course, happen. So let's go to the Harbinger's Daily article, please, Drea. Uh, this is an interesting article uh, that says about generating a false god. Um, so let's bring this up. Generating a false god, chat GPT goes viral with fake Bible passage portraying, portraying Jesus as accepting of transgenderism. You heard that right. Chat GPT was able to produce a fake Bible verse Listen, folks, a fake Bible verse portraying Jesus as accepting transgenderism. So when you look at the level, remember on the last show, I covered the fact, I don't even know if we have that article, but I was covering the fact about the UK and how so many people there in the Church of England, more than 60%, do not believe the Bible is the Word of God, do not believe, believes that, uh, that quote-unquote Christians should do away with uh, standing on uh, biblical marriage, one man, one woman, that this should be affirming of, of, of transgenderism, homosexuality, more than, it's now two-thirds, two-thirds of the Church of England. That was just one study. So this is not surprising, but it's, my point is, folks, it's going to deceive many because many, let's face it, the reality is so many Christians are biblically illiterate. They do not read their Bibles. They do not study the Word of God. They do not meditate on the Word of God. And therefore, they're easily swayed. So you think that they're going to be able to, to actually um, recognize and discern a counterfeit? 
This article was written by Ken Ham uh, that is from the Answers in Genesis. And so there's a viral post that went, was a trans-identifying individual posted, quote, I'm feeling sad today. And this person turned to AI and asked the chat GPT that AI uses to write a fake Bible passage about Jesus accepting trans people. And here's the text that the chat GPT came up with. Look how uh, spiritual this sounds, authentic this sounds. Listen to this. And a woman whose heart was divided between spirit and body came before him. In quiet despair, she asked, Lord, I come to you estranged, for my spirit and body are not one. How shall I hope to enter the kingdom of God? Jesus looked upon her with kindness. Now remember, this is chat GPT, folks. With kindness, replying, My child, blessed are those who strive for unity within themselves, for they shall know the deepest truths of my Father's creation. Be not afraid, for in the kingdom of God there is no man nor woman, as all are one in spirit. Oh boy. The gates of my Father's kingdom will open for those who love and are loved, for God looks upon, God looks not upon the body, but the heart. Wow. So again, if you're unsuspecting, if you don't know the Bible, if you don't read your Bible, or if you buy some corrupted translation of the Bible, like for example, the Passion Version that has come out, or the Message, I have so often encouraged Christians, get rid of the Message Bible. Stop reading the Message. Go to a translation that is a uh, at least a respectable translation, the New American Standard Bible, the New King James, the King James. Uh, I'm not a fan of the NIV anymore. I'm not a fan of the New Living Translation, but if you have those, those are okay. But better if you have the New American Standard Bible or uh, the Berean Standard Bible. And, and then what you need to do is always, always, always go back to the original. There are good apps out there. There are good uh, online sources. For example, I use Bible Hub. BibleHub.com, BibleHub.com, great place to read it, multiple translations. You can then go to a passage, look it up in the Hebrew, look it up in the Greek, look at the lexicon, um, uh, be able to uh, look at what it actually says in the original language. But folks, if you're not well versed, do you think that many are going to be able to be fooled by this? Now, we know, folks, we know that God allows all to come to repentance. So if there's somebody out there that you know that is struggling with homosexuality, that is struggling with gender confusion, gender quote-unquote dysphoria, they're struggling with, um, with, with their identity, who am I? Who, who am I created to be? Even, even if they even believe in creation. The good news is, is that there's multiple passages in the Bible that tells them that they can also be saved. God is not expecting you to fix yourself. God is expecting you to believe upon Him, surrender to Him, allow the Holy Spirit to come into you, 
and begin the work of sanctification. And as you become sanctified and you go to the Word of God, you begin to realize that every lie over you is exactly that. It's a lie from the pit of hell. I'm not born gay. I'm not born homosexual. I'm not born confused. God created me, male or female, and He created me for a purpose. John chapter 10, this is in the King James. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. So any person can be saved. Any person. There's no limitation for God. God doesn't define salvation by whether you're homosexual or transgender or straight. God doesn't define salvation by those things, but God expects that once you are saved and you begin the process of sanctification, you're going to come into alignment with who you are in accordance to the Word of God. That's the hope of Christ. That's the hope of... We don't need fake Bible passages to be able to give the good news. Amen? We don't need to fake up the Bible to give people who are confused and struggling in these immoral lifestyles the good news. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth that the Lord, Je the Lord Jesus and shalt believe, there you go, in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, if you believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, guess what? The Bible says you are saved. There's no precondition. And of course, John 3.16, we know that. But Satan is a liar. And chat GPT, listen, all of this technology is going to be used for deception. It's for deception. And we got Christian, even our website, we're actually considering, not our website, but even our streaming. We use streaming church for our streaming that we're streaming right now. Even that. Are we okay on the stream dryer? Yes. It's looking a little bit... Uh, orange there. Even now, folks, we are using streamingchurch.tv and guess what? They are all, they wrote an email a couple weeks ago about how excited they are about AI and how excited they are about to use AI. So we're considering looking for another one. So we want to make sure that we are ready to, to, to give good news to this culture that is dying, that is de de decaying. Whether it's someone who's struggling with homosexuality or, or transgenderism or any confusion. Uh, but the Bible does not say that God accepts them as they are. This idea that God accepts us as we are. No, He doesn't. He, he addresses where we are. He meets us in that broken place, but He doesn't keep us in that broken place. That's a false identity. That's false salvation. True salvation is He meets you where you're at, and then He calls you to believe. He calls you to confess. He calls you to repentance. And He calls you to then deny yourself and follow Him. we got to pick up our cross. When we become believers, we then daily must deny ourselves, deny my flesh. I don't live by my flesh. But the, the point of where this is all going is that this is creating a false God. This is creating a false narrative. This is creating a, a false idolatry. Well, I'm sorry. It's just creating idolatry. Now, there's, a, there's a good idolatry. It's just creating idolatry. And this is what the Bible has prepared us to be, be ready for. And, and this is why, I mean, listen, this is why I think that not only with, with, with what we see with technology, with uh, 
again, with artificial intelligence and transhumanism. And uh, the, uh, I, I covered in our prophecy update uh, this past month, I was covering the fact that they now have these digital tattoos that you can put in you. It's a, it's a tattoo, but it has a digital uh, chip that's implanted in your skin and it carries all your information and all your financial information, your medical information. Uh, we are going very rapidly to a place where we are denying how God has made us and creating other things like we are God and we are not, and we must repent for that. Now, I want to move on uh, uh, quickly to the pushback. Folks, this is one of the reasons why I've encouraged, if you're able to support our ministry by getting our DVDs, let me just quickly cover here our two new DVDs that we have. One is called The Great Pushback. Uh, this is why we warned about everything, the Great Reset, all the things that are happening. So if you have not gotten the copy of our brand new DVD, The Great Pushback, Countering the Great Reset, Preparing the Church to Counter the Great Reset, there's the link, tillministry.com slash pushback, tillministry.com slash pushback. And then also our, our, our re really, really brand new DVD that just came out last month is called One World Religion rising and here's the image for that again you can go to our website and 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 uh get a copy if you have not gotten a copy of one world religion rising everything to do again with bible prophecy these last days and the deceptions of interfaith and multi-faith and the abrahamic faith and all these things so we cover all of this but as we have warned you and warned you and warned you about the fraud that is COVID, right? That's why we, the, I think the last four shows, maybe dry that we've done, has been on the COVID uh, fraud, the COVID lockdowns, the lockdowns 2.0. Uh, listen, um, the entirety, it, 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 I pray that God will give you eyes. The entirety of COVID, the narrative was a fraud. The entirety, and not saying there was not a virus. We know there was a virus. It's a bioweapon, bioengineered. Every strain that's coming out is being bioengineered. That has been admitted over and over. There's enough whistleblowers to be able to shoot that uh, argument that it's not a bioweapon to, to kingdom come. Uh, so, but um, I want to encourage you to go back and watch a couple of shows that we've done. Uh, one is called, uh, I think we have the image for these, called Lockdown 2.0. We did that uh, about th two, two plus weeks ago. Please watch that show, Lockdowns 2.0 coming. And then we did a, um, a show with our friend Leah Holman. I don't know if we have that one dry, the COVID hysteria, hysteria one. Uh, we may not have that one up there. But um, anyway, I want to go back and I want to cover some, but we, we, we also did a show that was called, um, what was it called, Dry? The Pushback. What was that one, the image that we have for the pushback? I'm trying, oh yeah, Lockdown Pushback Growing. I want to encourage you to go watch that one as well, if you have not seen that on Rumble. And so I, I want to I show you that there is a awakening happening, even though it might be a small percentage. Let's go to the first article, Dry, of the Infowars, Megyn Kelly. This is, a, this is sad at the same time encouraging. Go ahead. Megan Kelly says she regrets getting COVID vaccine after developing an autoimmune disease. She said that, um, she says, I regret getting the vaccine, even though I am a 52 year old woman, because I don't think I needed it. I think I would have been fine. I've gotten COVID many times and it was well past when the vaccine was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Then she said for the first time, I tested positive for an autoimmune 
issue at my annual physical. And I went to the best rheumatologist in New York and I asked her, do you, listen, listen, folks, look at, listen to this admission. Do you think this could have to do with the fact that I got the booster, she says a swear word in there, and then got COVID within three weeks. She got the booster. So not only is she vaxxed, but she's boosted. And then she got COVID within three weeks. And the rheumatologist said, yes, yes, yes. And she says, I wasn't the only one she'd seen with that situation. In July, the journal Science uh, published an article confirming, the journal that's called Science published an article confirming that COVID-19 vaccines are linked to autoimmune disorders such as small fiber neuropathy and uh, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Wow. We've been screaming from the top of our lungs about these things happening. Agnieszka Wilson, founder of Can We Talk About It, told the Defender, and finally, slowly, it's being acknowledged. Uh, that Science Journal reported that increasing numbers of researchers are making diagnoses that include small fiber sensor neuropathy, which causes tingling and electric shock-like sensations, burning pain, and blood circulation problems, and that POTUS, P-O-T-S, a condition that affects blood flow and can result in symptoms such as lightheadedness, fainting, and increased heartbeat. By the way, I want to encourage you, and I'm not a medical doctor, I'm not a naturopath, I'm not anything, but just from my own experience. Um, and this is not a plug, I'm not endorsed, but one of the things that has really helped me with my cardiovascular and my blood pressure, my blood pressure has been going up because my mom, uh, her, from a heredity standpoint, has high blood pressure. Um, and, um, and obviously with, with having a former, uh, four years ago now, praise God, uh, a, a, a heart attack, um, or, you know, a minor heart attack, a blockage and having some placking in my arteries. And I've been trying to do, um, twice I've done a heart scan that, um, was recommended by Dr. Stephen Kirsch, who is that millionaire who also was for vaccines before, before he became against vaccines after his own medical issues. And folks, this is so important to understand that these mRNA, I'm telling you as a brother in the Lord, I'm telling you as a pastor, these mRNA vaccines that are gene mutating, they're gene therapy. We've, we've established that time and time again. They are wrong. They are destructive. They will destroy your body if you keep getting them. There are ways to detox. There are ways that are out there to try to stop the damage of the spike proteins. And this goes along for us who are not vaccinated. But I want to make sure you understand that if you keep getting these boosters, you're killing your immune system and you're going to have these autoimmune issues as Megyn Kelly now has. Nevertheless, what is the Biden administration calling for? What is the World Health Organization calling for? Renewed calls for Americans to get the vaccines that we know don't work, but they claim works. And then mask up, right? So here's, a, here's another article. Uh, let me go to this article. Let's go to the Gateway Pundit. Here we go. Speaking of the World Health Organization, here we go. Yeah, right there. 
The World Health Organization sounds the alarm over new COVID wave coming this winter, recommending that everybody should look at bringing masks back. We already know that Los Angeles County may bring masks back. We know, and I guarantee you, the federal government and the corrupt Biden administration, the O'Biden administration as I call it, is getting ready to mandate. We haven't hit September 15th yet. Remember, that's the date that the whistleblower from the TSA said that we're gonna start getting federal employees to wear masks again. And then by October 15th, they wanna bring it back to the transportation, airports, trains, buses, anything that's federal especially. And so we have to decide we will not comply. Do we have that image, right? Do we ever uh, download that image of the we will not comply? So we don't have it right now. But folks, that has got to be our response. We will not comply. We will not comply. New Yorkers were told to mask up over the Labor Day weekend. The White House just announced that Joe Biden will be wearing a face mask because Dr. Jill Biden tested positive for COVID. So Joe's going to wear a face mask. Except the White House came, came and said, except if he's not close to anybody within six feet, he's going to take off the mask. He's going to take off the mask because within six feet, it, it can't affect anybody. But he can put on the mask. Even though study after study, I just covered that last show, uh, says they don't work. The Lancelot study on the vaccines, the, 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 the um, Cochrane study on the masks. I covered those for you last show. Go and watch the show on Tuesday. Uh, we have an image for that drive. If you can bring that up. COVID was, was lies, lies, and more lies. Down at the bottom there, fourth row, I think, towards the right. Um, watch the show on Tuesday. COVID 2.0, lies, lies, and more lies where I go through those studies, the Lancel study on, on the shots, the uh, Cochrane study on the masks. Um, but here they go again. And don't forget, the World Health Organization is, is the entity that is putting the pandemic accord that they want to vote on next year that will then rob sovereignty of all of the nations of the earth, 194 nations, and give it over to the United Nations and the World Health Organization. They're saying the increase, see, this is the fear. Remember I was talking about demonic fear, 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 fear. Here it is. The increase in hospitalization and deaths show that COVID is here to stay and that we will continue to need tools to fight it. I.e., need tools to fight it means what? Lockdowns, masking. What are the tools? Four shots. So masking, lockdowns, separation, isolation, shutdowns, forced shots. That's what tools mean. You got to read between the lines. Tools means that, all of that. And they're casting the fear of hospitalization and death. They're not telling you the majority of deaths are those who are vaccinated. That's the reality. That's what the studies are showing. It's incredible. Um, and then, so let's go to um, some good news. Let's go to some good news. Uh, uh, let's go to the Senator J.D. Vance one, Drive, please. Uh, so it looks like there's a few in Congress that are at least trying to do something. Here's United States Senator J.D. Vance. Uh, he's introducing, quote, Freedom to Breathe Act 
to prevent unsafe and ineffective mask mandates will force Democrats to vote for more mandates because you know that the Senate, they will not vote, they will not pass this. And even if they did, uh, Biden's not going to sign it unless it was two thirds majority. But, um, uh, but he's going to propose this Freedom to Breathe, Breathe, Breathe Act. And he's going to force, uh, it would ban f- federal mask mandates in schools and or on public transportation. Uh, of course, Democrats will vote no. Um, but that's what it at least will force them to do. And we see, uh, we see that um, they're going to push this. Remember I covered on Tuesday that Fauci was on CNN, even though uh, he was pushed by the anchor that began with the, with the Cochrane study that masks don't work. They said, well, it doesn't work for the general public, but it does work for individual. What? Remember, crazy, right? Our minds are crazy. And so we all know how this starts. We know it started with the six feet separation, then the masking, um, full lockdowns, and then tyranny, and then the four shots. Um, Let's get to another, here's another good article. Here's another some good news. So that was, Elisa, listen, I'm looking for some positive here, folks. I'm looking for some what? Pushback. We need pushback. Let's go to the California City one. Again, Gateway Pundit. There should be um, uh, right there. California City uh, takes a bold stance for pro-freedom stance with late night vote to ban COVID mandates. This is according to KTTV, the City Council of Huntington Beach, California. Wow, Southern California voted 4-3 early Wednesday morning to ban COVID-19 mandates in the city. The ban applies to both mask and vaccine mandates. Can you come back to me? Yes. Amen. Amen. Good pushback. The city council meeting did not adjourn until 2.48 a.m. Didn't indicate why. No data was contentious. Mayor Pro Tem Gracie Vandermark introduced a declaration that mask mandates in 2020 and 2021 were, quote, unnecessarily limited the freedoms of our citizens of Huntington Beach, even though uh, those who were not around anyone who tested positive for COVID or, uh, or at any risk of exposure. Um, or, sorry, let me read that again. Unnecessarily limited the freedoms of the citizens of Huntington Beach, even those, even those who were not around anyone who tested positive for COVID-19 or were at risk of any exposure. So again, amen, bravo, we need more of this. This is exactly what's gotta happen. Local level, right? This is why you got to work right now on your county commissioners, on your city council, on your mayor, on your county executive. You got to work right now. Push on them. Do not wait till they mandate. Do not wait. If enough cities, if enough states come out and say, no way, we're not going to go down this road again, then because remember, this was Thank God for the whistleblowers. Thank God for those courageous people that came forward because they are the ones who are going to give us a chance to be able to fight. Um, And let me cover a little bit of uh, levity. Dry, let's do the Babylon Bee. A little bit of levity. Here is the Babylon Bee. Um, I love this. Go ahead and bring this up. Remember, this this is now, folks, this is parity. After the third infection, covid desperately seeks vaccine against Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, man. Uh, I hope you're laughing. 
New York, New York. This is, of course, parody again. Now entering its third encounter with Whoopi Goldberg, the COVID virus has begun desperately searching for a vaccine against the talk show host. I'm begging, said SARS-CoV-2. I don't care if the vaccine makes me grow an extra spike protein. I can't do this anymore, as uh, Goldberg uh, admitted that she had gotten COVID and did her show. And this is this is actually not parody. This is reality. She did her show from home wearing a mask. That's right. She had a mask on when she was at home by herself while she was on the show. Um, because I, I guess through the camera, uh, you can, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's, they're insane. They're crazy. Um, they're messed up. That's what, that's what leftism and, and, and this, uh, depravity does to you folks. It, it, it as the Bible says, the futility, um, of, of our minds, the darkening of our hearts, right? The minds become futile. They can't think straight. Can't think straight. Speaking of lawlessness, I want to quickly cover this because I, I want you to be aware as we wrap up here, um, I want you to be aware of what is happening in our cities in regards to what we have uh, referred to in the past as the invasion that is happening, the intentional breaking down of our society. This is absolutely chaos and it's intentional and they're causing the intentionality. I want to cover uh, the so-called migrant crisis, which is really an illegal alien invasion. The, 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 the actual legal term for those who enter the United States of America illegally is an illegal alien. They're not an immigrant. They're not a migrant. They're an illegal alien. That's the governmental term for them. And these illegal aliens, because you're either a resident alien, meaning you're legally here as I was, I was first a resident alien. I don't know why they use the term alien, but, but that term is there. So I was a resident alien. I got my green card. I was resident alien before I became a citizen of the United States, waiting 16 years in line to do so lawfully. But what's interesting is, is that as these leftists, as these leftist cities, these so-called sanctuary, by the way, do you know what a sanctuary city is? Like we started a website that was called Sanctuary States for Liberty, and we used that term. Can you bring that website up? Please dry up. It's on the third row there. Um, sanctuary States for Liberty. We started this website, my friend Brandon House and I, and what a sanctuary state in this case, sanctuary state, we're using this as the way the Bible uses it. It's a place of refuge for lawfulness. The way the left uses the term sanctuary, if you can go out and come back to me, is for lawlessness. Again, what's the, what did I say tonight on the show? False gods, fear, lawlessness, right? We covered the false gods. We covered AI and chat GPT rewriting the Bible and perverting the Bible, claiming that they can rewrite it uh, and, 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 and make, make it so the Bible or Jesus is affirming of, of sexual perversion. We covered the demonic fear that is instilled in this COVID hysteria and now COVID 2.0 hysteria. And now we're covering the lawlessness that is many of our American cities. And remember how the left loved to talk about defund police after George Floyd and the, and, and the burning of our cities and the riots. They, they love to defund uh, um, the, the, the police. But now they're starting to change, aren't they? As they get attacked, as crime goes through the roof, many corporations, businesses are shutting down, leaving, 
cities like San Francisco because of the theft. They can't physically, they can't financially afford to stay open because of the, the massive theft and looting and they're seeing the brazenness of some of these inner cities. And, and the lawlessness is, is, is colorblind, folks. It's not just black people. It's not just Hispanic people. It's not just white people. It's colorblind. Lawlessness is a spirit. It's the spirit of Antichrist. It's not based on color. It's not one race or another. It is the lawlessness within the culture. And now New York City, that is a city that has declared itself last year, the current mayor of New York, uh, Eric Adams, was on record. You can go watch the video, look it up online, was on record as saying New York City is a sanctuary city. When I was a police officer in Washington State, sanctuary meant that they will not enforce any immigration laws. On two of my arrests, two of my arrests, we had individuals that were undocumented. Undocumented, meaning that, that they um, had, there was no record of them. We could not identify them. There was no record. They had no ID. They had no record. One of these guys had $6,000 cash, $100 bills on him. He wasn't even driving his own car. We didn't know who the car belonged to. He was on suspended uh, um, tabs. We pulled him over. And he has no ID, no Mexican ID, no foreign ID, no American ID. So we called ICE, which is Immigration Customs Enforcement. The very first question that ICE asked our supervisor was, and I, I remember I was on the call. Uh, did we lose the stream again? Yeah. Uh, again, folks, if, if it's struggling, go to rumble.com slash Rob Haiti. We apologize about this tonight. It's out of our, out of our control tonight about this bad stream. We will, by the way, be uploading a good version. So uh, if you had problems and you want to watch this again, we will upload, we record these shows and we upload them on Rumble. We post edit them and that version will be clean and it will be good without any interruptions. If you're having a hard time, we apologize. So anyway, first question. I was in the room when he called. First question ICE asks, are you, what county are you in? Well, we were in King County in the state of Washington. That's where Seattle is based. And I was a police officer in a suburb of Seattle in a city called Redmond, where Microsoft is, their headquarters. And he says, oh, we're not gonna come because they will not hold this guy. Why? I found out subsequently later because King County is what's called a sanctuary county meaning that they will not enforce immigration laws. There are sanctuary for illegals. There's a sanctuary for lawlessness. And so New York, Mayor Adams declared last year, New York, New York is a sanctuary city. We're going to keep it that way. We love the fact that we're going to invite people and we don't care where you come from and we don't care your status. Oh, 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 how things change. Let's bring up the headline. Please, Jaya. Uh, from Gateway Pundit. No, uh, let's do the Gateway Pundit one, please, right there. Mayor Eric Adams has a meltdown over Biden's migrant crisis. Quote, this issue will destroy New York City. I watched the video. If you can come back to me, please try. I watched the video. And he is giving a video in front of uh, constituents and his... Um, 
administration. And he goes to talk about that these quote-unquote asylum seekers are going to destroy New York City. He says that they are now taking in 10,000 per month since April of 2022. They have 110,000 asylum seekers in the city of New York, in the city. And the other cities, Brooklyn and uh, Manhattan, other, uh, they're full too. They don't want to take any more. And he is, con- he is conceding that New York City is done because of this flood, flood of illegals coming in, allowed in by the corrupt, treasonous, treasonous folks. This is treason of this corrupt O'Biden administration. This is part of the cause the chaos, right? Cause the chaos to break down the system. Just like in Hawaii, right? They destroy Lehana. They destroy, because Maui is a smart island. It's, it's one of the smart islands. So they got to, they gotta, if you're going to build back better and you had people there that would not sell their land, that had land in their families for 100 and something, 200, whatever years, uh, back to uh, royalty, uh, in the days of Hawaiian royalty, they would not sell their land. All of a sudden, uh, a, 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 a fire that's supposed to be a forest fire, supposedly, is so hot that it melts cars and, um, and, 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 and destroys that area. And then Biden comes back and says, we're going to build back better. Remember that phraseology? Yeah, we're going to build back better. Now that we've gotten rid of everybody, we've destroyed that area and we've killed, you know, there's still, I think, over a thousand children that are missing hundred and something people at least that have died. Now we're going to come back and build back better. Oh yeah. For all the billionaires on the island and for it being a quote unquote smart island as part of the global agenda 2030. Same in New York, right? Create chaos, destroy, build back. You got to destroy it. You got to collapse it before you build it back, folks. You got it. 60,000 are in the city's shelter system. 60,000, they're arriving 2,400 a week, a week. And now let's go to the, uh, Jaya, let's go to the uh, Daily Mail article, please. Um, And so let's bring this up. It is revealed. Look at this, folks. Four, this is in New York City alone, $4.7 billion bill. That's the bill that New York City has to foot and they're getting no help from the federal government. Liberal New York City, liberal mayor Adams is not getting any help from the liberal corrupt federal government. Is equal to the cost of critical services like sanitation, parks and fire department combined. If you combine the budgets of those departments, it does not total 4.7 Million, billion, billion, billion dollars. Schools are overwhelmed. Dry, did we get any, any images from that article? So, um, if you, yeah, I, I don't want to encourage that article. Daily Mail, sometimes when you go to Daily Mail, on the right-hand side, they have all these provocative headlines and pictures and images, um, which is not sometimes appropriate to look at. But, man, if you go to this article, um, they're talking about their migrant shelters that are overwhelmed in Manhattan, um, there's just pictures here. There's pictures of 
um, migrants are, are strewn, strewn, sleeping outside the Roosevelt Hotel, which has reached capacity since being turned into a designated center for asylum seekers. Uh, the Roosevelt, beautiful Roosevelt Hotel. They're destroying these hotels. Um, oh, goodness. Uh, families have been given priority for housing in the city's hotels, leaving tens of thousands to fight for space. They're being given money. Then let's go to the article, Dry. There should be one more article about Border Patrol. Um, this is outrageous. Um, you have that one right there. Outrageous Border Patrol agent reveals Biden regime gives $2,200 of taxpayer money per illegal immigrant family, plus a plane ticket, housing, food, free medical services. Wow. That's incredible. This comes at a time when the average American on Social Security receives just $1,400 a month and Maui survivors only got $700. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Wow. And so, and we know that, that these hotels are, are, are costing like $380, $400 a night at, at the minimum. The hotels are being ruined. I covered that a while back. Remember, we had an article I covered from Leo Homan. So this is incredible, folks. And um, <laughs> um, let's go to a little bit of humor just to kind of change the mood. Uh, do you want to go to that Babylon Bee dry on this issue of lawlessness. Eric Adams, go ahead, go ahead, calls Texas, the state of Texas, to ask if they have any more of those cowboy guys with the whips. Because in Texas, the Border Patrol, you can see on the screen there, is on a horse with a whip, pushing back the migrants at the border. And so, of course, again, remember this is parody. He didn't actually do this. But uh, here, here's kind of the parody. Hello, Texas. You remember those guys riding horses trying to whip folks crossing the border? Adams reportedly asked Texas Governor Greg Abbott office over the phone. I know we gave you all a pretty hard time over that, but um, here's the thing. We're in a really tough spot here in New York City now, and uh, do you still have any of those cowboys with the whips? I appreciate it if I could borrow some of them for a while, like for a few weeks or a year or so. Again, parody. It's not real. But the fact that of what is real is the admission that their lawlessness in their cities do not work, whether it's defunding the police, whether it's continually bashing law enforcement and criminal prosecutions, saying we're not going to prosecute drug offenses, we're not going to prosecute theft, or in the case of allowing this invasion coming in. Mostly, don't forget, mostly young men, young women that are military age coming in. Yes, there are families. Yes, there are children. But mostly, um, young men sleeping. Lots of young men. Look at the pictures. If you go to the pictures, Dry, I wish we had these pictures up. If you go to the pictures and, uh, and look at them, we're out of time, but, but folks, it's incredible. It's mostly men sleeping on the ground, on the floors, outside. Oh, I can't even imagine. But that's what they're doing, folks, to our nation. And we got to push back. We got to push back against the lockdowns. We got to push back against the lawlessness. We got to push back against the corruption of who God is. As for me and my household, we serve the one true God. And we will stand for righteousness in our ministry. 
We will be in, on the front line standing for righteousness against sexual perversion, against lawlessness, and against this evil COVID mandates and COVID lockdowns and COVID scenario. This coming Monday, by the way, we are going to have at our Patriot Network meeting, our Patriot Network of East Tennessee, where we talk about the need for alternatives. By the way, good article, real quick, Dre. Can you go to that uh, article from the uh, Christian, Classical Christian on, on the Washington Stand? Good article. This is encouraging here. Classical Christian schools see enrollment explode. Since beginning of 2020, uh, they have seen a massive uh, 1.2 million students leaving public schools since 2020, many going to private schools, and of course, many uh, homeschooling, including classical Christian schools. So this is good news. This is, again, where it's creating the need for alternative systems. What we've been talking about, there is an exodus that is underway, and the more options they have, the more they're going to leave, folks, the more they're going to leave. And so uh, we got to exit the public schools. We got to set up Christian schools. We got to set up Christian homeschooling and give people an option to get their children out of these institutions that are failing. Um, yes, there may be some decent school districts here and there, but as a whole, so that's good news. But I wanna let you know, folks, that at our meeting on Monday night, coming up, seven o'clock Eastern time, it'll be live streamed on our website, tilministry.com slash live. Do you see on the screen there? Just put a slash live on that website and it'll be coming up. And we're gonna have uh, some speakers talking about preparing for the fall. We're gonna have a good friend of mine as a compound pharmacist telling you all the things you need to have in your medicine closet and in your holistic closet, supplements and medicines, including of course, ivermectin and hydroxy, uh, maybe getting a prescription for some uh, uh, prophylactic um, uh, antibiotics, some different, so he's gonna be talking about that. We'll be live streaming that to make sure that we're preparing people, our oxygen concentrators, we have those on hand, COVID kits, nebulizers, colloidal silver. Make sure you're stocking up on vitamin C, vitamin D, NAC, um, NAC, NAC, uh, zinc, quercetin. Stock up on these things. Get them ready now. Iodine, get them ready now. So we're going to be talking about that Monday night, getting ready for the fall. And by the way, I will be revamping our, our religious exemption letter. We're already getting emails about, do you have your religious exemption? Can you update it? And so we're gonna be, in the next few days, we're gonna update that religious exemption letter with a new date, new signature, and I'm gonna be adding a paragraph in there, not just for religious exemptions against the shots, but also against masking. So I'll be, I'll be uh, having that. We'll announce that next Tuesday uh, as well. And then, um, um, we're going to gear up, and that's one of the reasons I announced on Tuesday we are looking to set up more house churches in preparation for this coming persecution. Remember again what happened in COVID? They shut down our churches, and some people, most people stayed home. Most people didn't do anything, but there were some who went into homes and started meeting with other like-minded believers. So we believe that we got to create a network of house churches. So I want to encourage you, Dry. Do we have that link? Tillministry.com/church. Did you uh, put that together? Um, so uh, we're going to bring that up here in a minute. Uh, go to our website. We have a page for our um, church launch. It's going to be called tillministry.com slash church. You see right there, tillministry.com slash church. Go to that link, please. 
and check out all our content. I made a 12 minute video describing our mission and our vision. Please watch that. I, I, I just, we just uploaded that. And if you want to be connected to our house church network, there's a form. There's several forms you can fill out. If, you, if you're local here to East Tennessee and you want to join us for our house church network and also we'll be meeting publicly uh, Sunday nights at 6 p.m. starting in November, Lord willing, then you can fill out that form. Let us know. If you're in other parts of the country and you want to start a house church in your area, contact us. Let us know. We're going to put together uh, a program basically to help you start a house church. Uh, and, 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 it, and hopefully bring others like-minded. But you got to be praying right now. You got to be praying and preparing yourself. So again, visit teleministry.com slash church. If you also want to make a donation to the launch of our new our church, it's not a new church. We're just, re, we're just relaunching our church that we had in Washington State that was called Truth and Love Church. Please go to our website and make a donation right here, teleministry.com slash donate, teleministry.com slash donate. You can make a one-time secure donation that is on the website, any amount. If you want to designate it for the church, there should be a memo line that you can just put for Till Church. Also, if you want to mail in a check, here is our address uh, for mailing in a check. It is P.O. Box 4523, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. Make the check to Truth in Love or Truth in Love Ministry. Put on the memo line, T-I-L Church. And then finally, if you want to join our Gideon Army, uh, of 300 that we're praying for right now. We're, we're uh, about 100 and something. I, I don't know the last count, but we're praying for 300 folks. If we can get to 300 people that are gonna, would be willing to prayerfully commit to praying for us and donating on a monthly basis, it would be huge for our ministry to do everything that, that God has put on our hearts to do, including creating this house church network for these last days that we are in the end times. We gotta get ready. The church started in house churches. I believe the church is going to end in house churches as a whole. But uh, we're here. We're going to stand. And would you support this ministry prayerfully? Would you pray about that? Thank you for being with us tonight. Have a blessed weekend. Again, I'll be back with you Monday night live streaming from our Till Ministry website, 7 o'clock Eastern time. Don't want to miss that, uh, that uh, Patriot Network meeting. Please join us then. And I'll be back with you also for the next Truth Today show, Tuesday, noon Eastern. Have a blessed weekend. This is Pastor Sharmadian. God bless you.